0: Lift up the compass and love, let the ring Jesus is coming again. Cheer up the pilgrims, be joyful and sing. Jesus is coming
1: again. From Los Angeles, California, we present the program of the Voice of Prophecy a voice crying in the wilderness of these latter days, Prepare ye the way of the Lord.
0: Coming again, coming again, Jesus is coming
1: again. And now we invite you to listen to our broadcast and share with us the mutual blessing of this hour together.
0: Why should I feel this good age? Why should the sun I see!
2: Omnipotent and everlasting Father, Thou hast filled the heavens with their starry hosts and laid the foundations of the earth. Thy hand hung the worlds in space and fashioned the flowers of the field. Thy strength set past the mountains. The sea is Thine and Thou hast made it. Thou hast filled the earth with beauty and fill the air with song. Great is the Lord, and of great power, and his understanding is infinite. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Uphold us, O Lord, by thy power, and guide us by thy wisdom, we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. No. Uh...
1: Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God.
3: Greetings, friends, and the first of two inspirational radio sermons on astronomy and the Bible. In just a moment, the Voice of Prophecy will speak on the subject a billion blazing suns, so keep tuned in, won't you? But first of all, a few responses to the question, what is the Voice of Prophecy doing to bring the peace and joy of Christ to the millions? From West Kingston, Rhode Island, comes this typical word. I look forward to your program every Sunday as it seems to be a strong light to guide my life in the right direction, something to lean on in these troublesome times. Its rays shine all over the world. It is food for thought and builds strong character. How wonderful to be able to receive it although living so many miles away. From Paradise, California, a warm mother writes in, we earnestly pray that God will bless the broadcast of the Voice of Prophecy. A letter from our son who is on Guadalcanal states that he tunes into the Voice of Prophecy program over the San Francisco station. Every Lord's Day he attends church with 35 native Solomon Islanders. Pastor Rory is the native minister. Well, it's also encouraging, thank God, for the radio whose slim arms reach out, bearing the message of hope into millions of hearts and homes. What would the 20th century world do without the God-given sky medium of communication the radio wave. We're reminded of the song King's Heralds and now the voice of prophecy.
1: For many years it's been the custom in our home for the family to gather together at the close of the Sabbath day just as the sun is setting and sing Mary Lathbury's evening hymn. Day is dying in the west heaven is touching earth with rest. Wait and worship while the night sets her evening lamps alight through all the skies. Lord of life beneath the dome of the universe, thy home, gather us who seek thy face to the fold of thy embrace, for thou art nigh. It is of those evening lamps, the beautiful stars, witnesses to the glory of their divine creator that we speak today. As it is written in the 19th Psalm, verses 1 to 3, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Across the starry expanse of the midnight sky is written in fadeless glory the one word, God. Indeed, this spacious firmament on high, with all the blue ethereal sky and spangled heavens a shining frame their great original proclaim, as Joseph Addison wrote, as our quartet sung. The heavens are telling the one supreme fact, God is. The sun, moon, stars bear witness that God exists, and that he is glorious, wise, and mighty beyond our comprehension. Yes, it is true that the heavens do declare the glory of God, They talk, they speak, they testify, even though we may not hear an audible voice from the dome of night. What though in solemn silence all move round the dark terrestrial ball? What though no real voice, no sound, amid their radiant orbs it be found? In reason's ear they all rejoice, and utter forth a glorious voice. Forever singing as they shine, the hand that made us is divine. From a billion blazing suns in far island universes comes the light-born chorus. The hand that made us is divine. In childhood rhyme we used to say, twinkle, twinkle little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high like a diamond in the sky. But astronomers tell us that the stars are not little. They also tell us what they are, not diamonds in the sky but mighty blazing suns, some of which are many times larger than our own sun. When we go out of doors on a clear night and look up at the stars, it's well to remember that every one of them is visible, that is, that are visible to the naked eye, with the exception of the four planets, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn is actually a sun. The number of these star suns is beyond all human comprehension. In Psalm 147.4, we read that God telleth, our number, the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Notice this statement carefully. From the fact that God is able to number the stars, these billions of blazing suns, and call them all by name, what conclusion do we draw from it? It's the inevitable deduction that as far as the human mind is concerned, the number of these star suns also must be infinite beyond our comprehension, our ability to count or understand. And according to Dr. Forrest Ray Moulton of Chicago University, so far as the astronomic observations go, the stars may indeed be infinite in number and may occupy infinite space. In Isaiah 40, 28, we find God's call to the study of astronomy his challenge to men to recognize him as the creator of the awesome sky. And we read these words, Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things? That bringeth out their host by number, he calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might. For that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There's no searching of his understanding. The prophet Jeremiah said the host of heaven cannot be numbered. And Job, realizing that some parts of the universe are hidden from view, said, "Lo, these are parts of his ways, but how little of portion is heard of him, but the thunder of his power, who can understand?" Job 26:14. "Look at the stars and see the power, the wisdom, and the glory of God." Lift up your eyes on high. Climb lone mountain peaks into the cool, clear atmosphere above the fog and smoke and glare of the cities. Point your mighty 100-inch telescope toward the heavens and watch the glittering procession of unnumbered universes, the silent march of the unfailing stars across the sky. When we look at the heavens as God calls upon us to do and see the miraculous precision of planetary movements, the overwhelming magnitude of space, the inconceivable numbers and distances of the stars, as we gaze at the endless and prodigious panoply of the heavens, we are filled with awe and find ourselves repeating with David, When I consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him?
0: I sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise. That spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines at his
1: command, and all the stars obey. Our Milky Way, which we see arching the sky every moonless night Is a band of glimmering brightness Consists of millions of millions of stars Whose light combines to produce the illusion of a continuous cloud of light The Milky Way is really part of our own hometown star system, shaped like a disc, a coin, an automobile wheel. We see more along the arch of the Milky Way because we're looking out toward the rim of the starry wheel. Astronomers tell us that our sun, itself a bright star with its nine attendant planets and their 26 moons, is about one-third the way out from the center of the wheel. That's where we live in God's many-mansioned universe. The center of our star city is about 40,000 light-years away, so remote from us that we cannot even see its brightest stars with our unaided eyes, which at best can see stars whose light, traveling at the rate of 186,600 miles a second, takes 3,000 years to reach us. But even if it is so far to Main Street of our Milky Way star city, we're still pretty close in, because it's about 160,000 light-years out to the suburbs. And this great wheel of stars is rotating about its hub so fast that it whirls our sun and the earth and us with it through space at the rate of about 200 miles a second. Yet the wheel is so vast, so very large, that the sun must travel at this terrible speed for nearly 250 million years before it makes one complete circle around the hub. So you see the sun is moving fast, racing along with billions of other suns at a speed much greater than the fastest bullet. Does the Bible say anything about this? Just listen to Psalm 19:46. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there's nothing hid from the heat thereof. Notice this scripture passage declares a great scientific fact. The sun, not only moves, but moves fast. He races through the heaven, not in a straight line, but in a circuit. What a wonderful book is the Bible. Remember, all this was written down long before man had telescopes and spectroscopes and instruments for celestial photography. God revealed these sun facts to David, the shepherd boy. The number of stars, the other suns in this Milky Way star wheel of ours, is at least 100,000 million, according to one astronomer. Another says 50 billion. Still another 100 billion. Whichever it is, makes little difference to us, for all these numbers are beyond human comprehension. We must not forget that this star system of ours is just one among hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, at least 10 million, some say, of other star systems, other Milky Way Island universes, galactic systems, spiral nebulae, gigantic star cities, and flaming constellations of God's infinite, glorious creation. Who can number the stars, not man? O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. Psalm 92, 5. Sir James Jean says it's no use trying to count the stars, At all the nebulae, Milky Way star cities now known, must contain about as many stars as there are grains of sand on all the seashores of the world. Then if you can tell how many grains of sand there are, you can know the number of the stars. But the prophet Jeremiah says, the host of heaven cannot be numbered, neither the sand of the sea measured, Jeremiah 33, 22. Only the omniscience of God can know that mysterious number. But are all these billions and billions of suns, for each star is a sun alone in the heavens? Is our sun the only one to convey a retinue of planets through the voids of space? And if there are other planets, may some of them not be inhabited by intelligent beings? This question, are there other planets, has at last been answered. Dr. Strand of Sproul University, Swarthmore College, actually discovered two planetary systems outside our solar system. The first he named 61 Cygnus C because it circles around the twin star Cygnus. There, my friends, a world. A planet has actually been photographed in one of these other island universes. What about life on these planets? Read Isaiah 45:18. The Lord created the heavens, and He made the earth to be inhabited. May He not also have created millions of other worlds to be inhabited by happy, holy, sinless, undying beings? Why not? Read Isaiah 45:15. All the nations of this world, He says, are as a drop of a bucket. Not an otherwise empty bucket, but a drop of a bucket. Just one drop among thousands of other drops that fill the bucket. In verse 22, it says that the inhabitants of the earth are as nothing before him, that he stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. Isn't that beautiful? The heavens a tent to dwell in with the shimmering stars, the far lights of our Father's other worlds. In Revelation 12, 12, we find these words, Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. So there are dwellers not only in heaven, but in the heavens, as well as upon the earth. For we are made a spectacle, margins as a theater, unto the world, and to angels, and to men. 1 Corinthians 4:9. And they rejoice in the victories of the cross. Someday the dram of sin will be finished, This earth, the lesson book of the universe, will have told its story, the story of sin and suffering and death, of the cross of redemption through Christ. And that story, then, will be the science and the song of the redeemed throughout ceaseless ages. Then God will again have a clean universe, and affliction shall not rise up the second time. There will never be a repetition of the experiment of sin. The love of God in Christ will have conquered. Then every creature in heaven, earth, and under the earth will cry blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne. Then the redeemed of earth will follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. Through the unobstructed universe they will visit their Father's house where many mansions be. Beyond the circuits of a billion blazing suns they will enter star cities where sin has never come and tears have never fallen. Friends, we must be there. Will you not give your heart to Christ today? And you may be with him where he is. Oh, what will it be to be there? We speak of the realms of the
0: blessed That country so bright and so fair And the planet's glories confess But what must it be to be there? Of its pathway of gold, its walls decked with jewels so rare, its wonders and treasures unfold. But what must it be to be? Thou meet temptation and walk my spirit prepare, and shortly I also shall know, and feel what it is to be there. Then on the bright fields we shall roam, in glory celestial and fair. And with angels at home and Jesus will
1: Yes, what will it be to be there And that journey home will carry us Past a billion blazing suns To that universe of universes to God's heaven of eternal rest. And we must all be there. Have faith in God, whoever you may be. Have faith in God, on land and on the sea. Have faith in God. He cares for you and me. Have faith, your friends, in God. Oh, awesome. sir! Oh. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.